Missionary Baptist Church welcomes you to a time of harvest. It is our hope and prayer that the Spirit of the Lord reaches you through today's message and strengthens your walk with Christ so that you may pass along the word and strengthen others' walk with Christ. And now we present to you a time of harvest. I refuse to measure my self-worth by the false standards of a corrupt world. I know who I am.
am a child of African possibility and divine majesty created by my God with genius and inherent ingenuity, stretching from the Nile to the Mississippi. I'm not a media stereotype created by some false rationalized imagination. Church, I'm a magnificent, sacred creation created by the imagination and inspiration of my God's love. I know who I am. very being, my biological construction, my genetic structure is designed with purpose. I'm created to serve, I'm created to lead, I'm created to love, I'm created to inspire, I'm created to design, I'm created to develop. I am created to transform this world. I am created by the creator. I know who I am. Good morning. Welcome to a time of harvest with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. I'm Fred Jeff Smith, pastor of Shiloh, and I'm very happy that you chose to spend part of your Sunday with us. As we prepare to receive the Word of God, we're going to be looking at a very familiar passage of Scripture found in the 103rd Psalm. From the King James Version, it reads, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. We're going to be talking about lifestyle. We pray that this message will be a help to you and to your family, and we invite you at your earliest convenience to come and share with us in a worship experience or a Bible study here at Shiloh. We're here every Sunday at 8 and 11 for worship. Church school is at 945. We're here on Wednesdays at noon and 630 for the study of God's Word. If you're enjoying this broadcast, we invite you to also tune in this evening at 6 o'clock p.m., also on CW21, for a closer look our one-hour Bible study highlight broadcast. You'll be blessed by sharing in that as well. We also want to point your attention to our Thrive podcast. Shiloh has its own podcast, the Thrive podcast, that drops Monday through Friday. Mondays are primarily set for interviews. Tuesday through Friday, highlights from our worship experiences and Bible studies. You'll be blessed by sharing in that as well. Until we have the opportunity to see you here at Shiloh for a worship experience or a Bible study, thank you for being a part of a time of harvest. I want to talk for a few minutes from the subject, lifestyle. Lifestyle. The terms praise God or bless God are frequently used by followers of Christ. And it's a good practice because it puts God at the forefront of our activities. It lets people know that God has a prominent place in our lives. 
And when God has a prominent place in our lives, it ought to be reflected in all that we do. It's disappointing when we go around praising God with our lips and hiding God with our lifestyle. If we praise God with our words, then we ought to also praise God with our deeds. It doesn't do any good to go around saying, bless God with our mouths, and you're the meanest person in the room. It's inconsistent to go around saying, praise God. And every time there's a problem in the church, you're right in the middle of it. What we say with our mouths, if we are sincere, ought to reflect what we feel on the inside. Praising God ought to grow out of an attitude. And that attitude ought to be reflected in our lifestyle. Lifestyle is an outward expression of what exists within. Attitude is private, while lifestyle is public. Attitude is invisible, while lifestyle is observable. Attitude is internal, while lifestyle is external. Attitude is what we feel, while lifestyle is our expression of what we feel. Jesus spoke about lifestyle when he said, you are the light of the world. But that light should not be hidden under a bushel. Instead, let your light so shine before people that they will see your good work and give glory to our Father in heaven. That's living in such a way on the outside that people can see what's happening on the inside. That's a reminder that Praising God ought to be reflected in our daily lifestyle. And again, I say it's unfortunate that a lot of what people see is not favorable for a Christian. People see a lot of pretentiousness in our lifestyle. Many live in such a way as to pretend that we're something that we are not. We try to give the impression that we have what we don't have, and we represent what we don't represent. Somebody in here this morning has $2,000 worth of clothes on their back but don't have $500 in your bank account. It's bad to get caught up in a pretentious lifestyle. It'll do things to your personality. 
when you're putting up a front on the outside, it'll keep you disturbed on the inside. It's bad to live a pretentious lifestyle. Then some folks show arrogance in their lifestyle. And arrogance never becomes a Christian. Those who think too much of themselves never think right about God. Arrogant folk are in love with themselves. Their thinking is solely in terms of I and my. I'm a self-made person. I have this. I can do that. I own this. My home, my car, my clothes, my man, my woman. We need to be on guard against an arrogant lifestyle. Can I remind you that whatever you have, God gave it to you. And he gave it to you out of what belongs to him. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. It just doesn't make any sense to live an arrogant lifestyle. But when we turn our attention to this 103rd Psalm, we see that the only appropriate lifestyle for the Christian is one that blesses and praises God. Psalm 103 is a Psalm of David. It deals with the fullness and mercy of God in many ways. It not only expresses praise for God in words, but it gives us a picture of one who praises God in their lifestyle. Listen to the words, oh, my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. The soul is the center of our being. So when the psalmist says from head to toe, he urges us to praise God with the entirety of ourselves. All of my resources all of my intelligence, all of my emotion, all of my influence, all of my actions, all of my words, all of my behavior, all of my habits, all of the places that I go, all of the things that I do, all of my relationships, all of my business interactions, all of my social life, all of my recreation, life, all that is within me, bless his holy name. David wrote this psalm at a time when he was considering the divine benefits that were so much a part of his life. 
and his words show that he knows where his blessings have come from. I'm sorry to report that there are many people who seem to have forgotten where their blessings have come from. By and large, this is a prosperous congregation. But some folk don't know how to handle prosperity. David was a king. He was rich and he was popular and he was powerful. But with all that he had, David never forgot that it all came from the Lord. And just like David, we must not forget that all that we have comes from the Lord. And when we know from where our blessings have come, it ought to affect our lifestyle. When we look at this psalm, it's very positive in its tone. David doesn't complain about what he doesn't have, but he fills his mouth with blessing to God for what God has done for him. And it's an object lesson for us. It has a positive impact on our lifestyle. When we thank God for what we have, instead of worrying and complaining about what we don't have. Please understand today, I'm not being naive. I've got problems just like everybody else, but I refuse to let my problems control my lifestyle. I've had my share of grief just like you have. But I refuse to let my grief control my lifestyle. I've got some enemies, just like everybody else. But I refuse to let my enemies control my lifestyle. You see, I know somebody who can handle all my problems. I know somebody who can soothe my sorrows and heal my wounds. I know somebody who can prepare a table for me right in the presence of my enemies. David had problems. He had his share of heartaches. But I hear him say, oh, my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. I don't know about you, but I want to be like David. I want my lifestyle to reflect my blessing and praising the Lord. First, my lifestyle ought to praise God for Jesus. In a world like this, in the midst of trial and tribulation, I want my lifestyle to let the world know 
that I praise God for Jesus in a world of sickness. I praise God for someone who can heal my body and my mind. In a world of poverty, I praise God for someone who keeps food on my table and a roof over my head. In a world of war and rumor of war, I praise God for someone who can bring peace out of confusion. In a world of death, I praise God for someone who took the sting out of death and took victory from the grave. I want my lifestyle to let people know that Jesus is all the world to me. My life, my joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day. Without him, I would fall. I want my lifestyle to let people know that when I'm sad, to him I go. No other one can cheer me so. I want my lifestyle to let people know that Jesus is my friend. And so I praise God first for Jesus. And then my lifestyle ought to praise God for Jesus' church. I don't know about you, but I love the church. I love the church corporate, but I also love the church local. I love this church. I love Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. I love the Sunday morning worship experience. I love the singing of the choirs and the praise teams. I love the ushers and the hospitality ministry. I love the prayers that are prayed and the opportunity God gives me to preach his word. I love the Christian education ministry. I love Sunday school. And I love Bible study. But more than that, I love that this church feeds the hungry and clothes the naked and helps people meet their daily obligations. I love that this church cares for children and cares for the elderly and cares for the incarcerated and cares for the infirm. I love that this church speaks out against systems of oppression and marginalization. I love that this church believes in the mandate of Jesus to preach liberty to the captive and to declare that this is the acceptable year of the Lord. And because I love the church, 
I'm committed to living a lifestyle that reflects that I'm not just in the church, but that the church is in me. I serve in the church. I give my money to the church. I bring the little talent that I have and I place it on the church altar. And I ask God to take my little and do something wonderful with it. I'm never too busy for the church. I'm never too tired for the church. I'm never too important for the church. I'm never too proud for the church. My feelings will never get so hurt that I'll stop coming to the church. People can never talk about me so bad that I'll stop coming to the church. I won't renege on the church because I've made up my mind that I'm going to let my lifestyle show that I praise God for his church. Well, there's one final thing that I want to lift up to you today. And that is my lifestyle should praise God for my eternal salvation. Shiloh, I don't know about you, but the best thing about praising God is that I know that he has saved me. I praise God that about 3 o'clock one Friday afternoon, Jesus hung his head in the locks of his shoulders and died to atone for my sin. I praise God that before sunrise on that Sunday morning, the stone was rolled away. And Jesus got up from the grave with all power in his hand. I praise God that Jesus didn't just rise on that Sunday morning, but one day he rose in my six-year-old heart. And ever since that day, I've been trying to let my lifestyle reflect my salvation. Sometimes I mess up. Sometimes I fall short. I've done some stuff that I ain't proud of. 